You're listening to the Stones with Crowd Radio Show with Domita White. Domita White. Domita White. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for another amazing episode of the Stones Will Cry Out podcast show. On the line right now, we have Mr. Antonio Lightfoot. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. God is good. Awesome, awesome. So, can you tell the listeners uh, where you're calling from and who you are? My name is Antonio Lightfoot, and uh, I'm calling from Allenwood, uh United States Penitentiary located in Whitefield, Pennsylvania. Awesome, awesome. So can you explain to the listeners um, what you what it is that you do? Um, not necessarily what you're in for. You can explain that if you would like to, but I would like to know um, uh, what you're doing, what, what you've been doing since you've been behind bars. I write. I'm a writer. Uh, awesome. Recently, uh, recently God has uh, showed me some more gifts that he's given me and so uh right now i'm, I'm currently uh writing a series of uh fictional novels uh called it comes with a price uh a series of novels uh actually uh urban novels uh i wrote them about my son one of my sons uh is with law right now he was uh, shot and killed uh by detroit police in oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so uh one of the one of the things, uh one of the questions that I had when it happened was, oh God, why him? And so uh one of the things that God reassured me of was that he was okay. He had him. But he told me that there were a lot of other his name is Alante. So he told me that there's a lot of other Alantes out there. And so uh, it just impressed on my heart that that it's a lot of troubled teens out there who actually uh, need to be loved and need to be guided. And so uh, I wanted to keep this memory alive. I have a, a very close friend. His name is Myron Armstrong, and he has two sons who uh, also were uh, tragically killed. And so I just wanted to keep their names alive. So it's a fictional book. But it's called It Comes With a Price. So it deals with, with, with urban street life. Uh, it's called From a Federal Prison. A lot of people are attracted by the lore of what what uh, urban street life uh, produces. But it's a price to it. And so I wanted to talk about it, you know, and, 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 it, and express it in a, in a fictional way. Wow, I, I really commend you for... Um, taking the initiative to do something like that that is so poignant and it's also heartbreaking but at the end of the day like you said it is, it's about keeping their lives and their names um, alive so thank you so much for that and sharing it so when did you start writing was it as a result of that or were you writing before this happened I write music uh when I was in, when I was in the, uh, when I was in society, uh, I was writing music. At the time I got incarcerated, uh, I was actually writing gospel music, and uh, I was uh, in the process of helping a woman by the name of Stacy Ladishaw. Oh, okay, uh, I was, know her. <laughs> she, she was uh, she was in the process of uh, a 
up writing a gospel album. And so uh, one day I met her. Uh, I was I was on an early morning uh, jogging run, and I met her, and we got to talking, and, and, and I sung a couple of songs that, that God had put on my heart. And so she invited me to her studio. Uh, they liked what I was what I was writing, and the process started from there. So I was I was writing music before I started writing books. The way I actually uh, started writing books was uh, myself, uh, Myron, and another good friend of mine, Clifton Washington. We were uh, we were in a in a room, and they were in there writing. So I just started uh, joking with them. And uh, I told them that I was going to write a book. And so, you know, they just inspired me. They just said, go ahead and write it. And so, that's what I did. That's what I did. Okay, awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I didn't know Stacy Lattisall personally. I meant to say that. Yeah, she's, I, I remember her from way back in the days. I'm talking decades ago, but um, she's an amazing singer. And that's a powerful story. So, you sing. Yes, I do. Uh, oh. I'm a choir director here. I, I, I direct a choir here. So uh, it's amazing that in spite of where I am, this is the place where I've been, uh, this is the place where I've been Christ. Yes. So uh, it's as dramatic of a turn of events that my life took. Uh, God has, has, has blessed me. He's allowed me to meet people uh, who have embraced me and loved me and, uh, and have supported me. And so it's encouraging that, that in the midst of this, you know, I searched for answers, but I really understood that, that, that God needed to get a hold of me. You know, uh, I thought I knew him, but I didn't. And so in, in this place, uh, I met God, and so I'm grateful for that. Awesome, awesome. I'm so inspired by, um, you know, your story and you're so talented and, and and gifted and you continue to use your talents in spite of where your position is. So that's awesome. Awesome. Well, great. So what else do you do? Uh, I, when I caught this, it's, it's amazing. Uh, that I, I actually, when I, when I caught this case, I was also a professional boxer. Mm-hmm. And so the craziest thing the craziest thing about life is this. When I was young, that was my desire. And my desire was to be a world champion. I was a natural fighter. But I didn't understand that there was a bigger fight that God had in store for me. And so, uh, I'm motivated to be an activist. Good. You know, I know that, I know that there's a purpose in life that is greater than myself. And so, uh, even uh, from yesterday, I, I, I watched uh, Marisa Franklin uh, uh, home going celebration, mm-hmm. and today I watched today I watched John McCain uh, uh, going home celebration. And one of the things that inspired me when I was watching them was the fact that these are people who uh, had a had a, a purpose greater than themselves. Mm-hmm. And it just it just led me to understand that, that that we all have that same purpose. Right. We all have that same purpose. And so, you know, why not me? Why not why not our children? Mm-hmm. Uh, why not you know, why not the people who actually 
think that they can't be anything other than what they are. So, you know, God has, 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 has put in me a desire to not settle for less in spite of where I am and in spite of what I've, I've gone through. So, so, uh, I mean, I'm just holy. with this. It's college from a federal prison. That is awesome. I'm motivated more than ever uh, to give all that I can, uh, in particular to our youth, uh, to, to, to black women. I love black women. Uh, and one of the things that, that one of the pastors uh, spoke out that, that, that struck me very hard was the fact that in our community, so many black men, innocent black children, uh, black women are killed every year and so the thing that he said that stuck out was if black lives do matter then, 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 then why don't they matter to us uh, when things are happening in our community so I know I have a responsibility and, and, and that's where I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm praying that God will allow me to use the influence that he's given me even in this place uh, to be an example and, and, and to turn people away from what people what we were raised in and to come out of that and actually live a better life. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. So, do you have any siblings? Uh, where are you from? Like, where were you born? Do you have any ch- other children? I'm, I'm from Washington, D.C. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I have a beautiful mother. Her name is Deborah Green. Uh, her mother worked for the Department of Justice for 47 years. Wow. Uh, she retired She retired uh, December the 31st, uh, 2016. And her reason mm-hmm. for retirement was, was that she, she didn't like the political climate that was mm-hmm. uh, that was about to take place. And so she felt it was time for, for her to depart from that. But, but my mother was a great example of a hard uh, working uh, black woman. She raised me and two other boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and she's, a, she's, a, she's a beautiful representative of, of many black women uh, and what they represent in, in our in our, uh, in our community. Uh, I have, uh, as I said, two uh, brothers. Mm-hmm. I have another son. My youngest son, his name is Antonio. Okay. Uh, and I'm praying, I'm praying for him. Uh, my, my oldest son, Alante, was his best friend. They were one year apart. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, his departure was very hard on him. And so, uh, pray for him. His name is Antonio. Antonio Lightfoot. Wow. I tell you, this is a powerful segment here. Um, I tell you, this is, this, this, you know, it's a lot. It makes you want to just hold your kids, you know, tighter and to just, you know, continue to tell them that you love them because you just never know. They are our most precious uh, commodity. Mm-hmm. Our children are our most precious commodity. Uh, you know, God blesses us to, 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 to produce uh a reflection of who we are and honestly mm-hmm. uh, I failed my children because I'm not there I wasn't there you know and so I thought that what I was doing was was, was 
providing. Mm-hmm. But but in truth, uh, I let him down because he needed me. He needed me fair. They needed me fair. And so, you know, I never got the chance to tell him uh, that it's, it's, it's things more important in life than money. You know, and, and so, you know, uh, if, I, if, I, if I could uh, say anything, uh, it would be to, to one, to, to black women, uh, our children, I would say, hold on and persevere. It gets hard sometimes. It gets hard sometimes. Yes. But hold on, trust in God, and persevere. I would say to black, you know, uh, we got to do a better job. We got to be, we have to do a better job at, at, at protecting and providing for our community. Well, yeah, that is a powerful statement. Um, you know, uh, I would say with our people, we kind of lost something along the way um, after, I guess, the civil rights movement. Something happened. I don't know what the shift was, but it's like, you know, neighbors no longer care for neighbors. And, you know, we just got to get back to that. Unfortunately, this, this, this phone call is about to end. Okay. I want to I I tell one person, uh, Ms. Norma Armstrong, who represents Street Consequences Magazine, thank you for your support and thank you for, for for the platform that you've given me to be able to express myself. Uh, thank you to me for this opportunity. Thank God you. bless you. God bless you too. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into that powerful segment and we will now break for a commercial. The voices of men, women, and children behind bars will not be silenced. gentlemen you have just uh tuned in to another powerful segment of the stones will cry out radio show until we meet again may you continue to be blessed take care and goodbye
for speaking engagements, spokesperson bookings, or to purchase books, please check out youthpreneursforlife.com for more details. Thank you for listening to Domita White on the Stones Will Cry Out radio show. Be sure to exercise your freedom from the iron beast and tune in next time. Follow us on social networking and at xenolive.com slash the Stones Will Cry Out. The Stones Will Cry Out. Xenolive.com Freedom from the abyss of the iron beast.